Welcome to Dungeons & Drams, a homebrewed D&D campaign live played for your enjoyment. There's whiskey, laughter, and usually more whiskey. We stream weekly on our YouTube channel, so we hope to see you there. And now, on with the show. Hello everybody and welcome to Dungeons & Drams, where some of your favorite whiskey tubers get together to play Dungeons & Drams. D Dungeons and Dragons, that's what it's called. Not I mean, it could be, but we'll see. <laughs> anyway, hi everybody. When you combine risky whiskeys, yes. it becomes Dungeons and Drams. I yeah. certainly, uh, I, I plan to. So I've actually started abbreviating it D and Drams, which I, I like a lot. So it's like D and Drams. Yeah, looks good. So what are you guys drinking tonight? Let's let's start at the top of the order here. Anomio. Anomio. Hello, I am Ed. I play Anomio Banderas, a.k.a. Noro. And I am drinking... Mickey's fine malt liquor, the preferred yes. the preferred beverage of the Omera Coleman household. <laughs> um, oh, and uh, I was told I need to show everybody the uh, the little pictogram. Let's see oh, if we can get it on hold camera. On, let's see if I, I don't can... know how well it's going to focus. Go. All right, so I think we get it. It's got a little little like it's... knot symbol and then a screw. yeah. It's got a, a yeah. knot symbol and then a screw and then a, an arrow pointing heavenward. All right. Is so. the arrow in a circle? I'm yes, really confused the about the arrow. Yes, in a circle. Oh, okay. Because I was, I thought it was pointing at the globe. Don't That's how blurry it is. Oh, I, I figured it out. I figured it out. Yeah. That's yeah. why I wasn't yeah. paying attention when you guys were talking about it earlier. So I, it's fresh to me. Uh. Um, but yeah, I think I, I think I. Got it's it. funny because my brain gets stuck on Ghostbusters because I've been watching the Ghostbusters movies uh. and that that little no sign. I'm like bust, busted. The, old, the older screw. ones are that that new one stripped that was screw. Like, like all the all we the, watched yeah i've watched we every year we watch the first you know the original two mm -hmm. and then we also just watch the women one and we're gonna watch that afterlife one i don't know what the deal is on that one i want to see the afterlife one just because like i don't know i like the vibes of like making it like younger focused but i, I haven't seen it yet yeah I'm not a big kids person, so I don't know if it's gonna be I don't know. Hey, at, least, at, funny. at least you're honest. At least you're honest. <laughs> I, you know. <laughs> nice. Uh, new intro. Yummy drink. All right. Sorry. Um, Alessio, uh, what are you drinking? Hello, I am Jason C. from the Mass and Drum. I play Alessio Morte, the rogue arcane trickster, otherwise known as the Dark One. Um, otherwise known as uh, Defies Death every episode. <laughs> <laughs> despite and my best attempts. Despite what, what, whatever a snakeophobe is, what's a snakeophobe? Reincarnate Ooh, old uh, enemies from the past and keep reincarnating them more powerful than ever to kick our ass. <laughs> um, I'm, oh, yeah, little, I'm going, going a little old school tonight. I'm drinking an old favorite, WB Saffle uh, from the Whiskey Baron series. It's actually Wild Turkey. It's a blend, I think, of like six, eight, ten, twelve, really good stuff. I love that bottle. So it's a great one. It's, it's one. Of, it's my only. It's actually my favorite from that entire series. Oh yeah, it's easily. A lot of people deem that as their favorite. So nice. Uh, Clifton or Nobilis, I should say. Call me whatever you like. Um, I'm Clifton. Um, my hey, Jackass, tell us about your drink. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, no, you have to be more specific on this stream. <laughs> Very nice. Listen, I go by many names. Snobless is one of many. Um, my name is Clifton. I, my channel is Bourbon Bites. I am playing Nobilis, the half-elf warlock. With some other abilities here and there. Um, and tonight, you know what? I noticed a couple people were drinking some beers, some malt liquors or whatever the heck that is that, that ed's drinking um so i'm like you know what i'm gonna 
I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna go that route. I'm gonna start with a, a stone IPA, hmm. um, and then I'm gonna go. I wanted something similar, like in the same realm. So I found this <laughs> copper and king craftwork. It's a um, brandy that's finished in um, craft beer barrels. So oh. almost, almost killing it. So I feel like you know what? That's a great one to follow this IPA because this. I'm not the biggest IPA person, but you know, when you're in the mood, you're in the mood. So that's what novelists are drinking tonight. Neat. Awesome. And uh, last would... but not least, uh, oh, by the way, I uh, I brought Booker um, for tonight's episode. So I've got. That is not Booker. It's going to be. <laughs> it's not oh Booker. No spoilers, Bill. No spoilers. <laughs> it's, a, it's a foreshadowing. <laughs> I'll Andrew, quit. Colin, uh, <laughs> what, what are you. By the way, don't forget, uh, although you couldn't have done it with the intellect thing, if Booker dies or goes unconscious more so you do have that that uh amulet that can that, that can amulet happen. yeah but if you don't yep, remember yep. to use it that's not on me so just putting that out there no i keep an eye it is like always <laughs> at the top of my brain i don't want to use it too soon and then like screw myself out of like booker's helpfulness but like i it's, it's always there mm -hmm. but then can i use it if my person has become a zombie no, in that case, you didn't have the yeah. intelligence to even comprehend what to do. I think so. Yeah. And yeah. had Booker gone unconscious, I'll have to reread the text, but I think if he goes unconscious, it might happen automatically, but we'll have to double check that. But that's fine. Oh, okay. Um, either way, what are, you, uh, what are you drinking tonight? Anyways, I am not drinking IPA. It would take one hell of a mood to get me to drink an IPA. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am in shocking news drinking a knob creek pick <laughs> uh, <laughs> i know i really wanted to like shock and all yeah i actually racked my brain trying to think of like okay we're in a ship um we're in the clouds we're flying it, it, nothing i have nothing that might be themed along that. i grabbed some elijah craig because there are elijah craig pirate bottles it's not a oh. pirate bottle mm. but as a stretch a very long stretch so There's I'll probably switch to that afterwards. Elijah Craig pirate bottles. I don't know it. Oh, I'll have to look you know those. the pirate bottles? Like, oh, Elijah Craig does Elijah Craig make? The, oh, no, I the old ones. The, the yeah, yeah. You're, okay, I'll have to look those up. It's, it's a, a thing. Jason yeah, knows. I'm not making it up. <laughs> uh, At first I thought you were talking about pirate rum, like P-Y-R-A-T. And I'm like, is that? Here he's got it. Oh, It's those. from like okay. before 20, yeah. It's like I didn't realize before 2016 or something. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that you're muted, Clifton. You're muted. You'll have me really excited with the Elijah Craig. I was gonna say I've never owned one. I've only tried it once, but oh. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm like clarifying. I'm like I don't own yeah. it. Those that was my stretch of the only the thing that time, popped up. I was on mute. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's like, why am I all alone on this? <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, right? <laughs> so. Oh, and I, I play, I'm Adriana from Whiskey Mountains, and I play Talon, a halfling druid ranger. The end. Okay. Nice. And I have Booker. Yes. He's the best uh, feature. Ranger and, yeah, druid. So you, you, you're multi-classing. You're our He's only person multi-classing yeah. tonight, which is pretty nice. Um, so I, I cool. multi-class. All right, so I know it's been a couple of weeks. If you're joining us uh, live, then then you've unfortunately have to do without us for a couple of weeks. But if you're listening in the future, then you won't care. So uh, <laughs> let's let's get into the game. Um, so future as, people are spoiled. I know, right? It's the best to binge things. Like I love binging things. 
I'm I'm like a year and a half behind on a thing I'm listening to on a podcast right now, and it's just like I'm it's gonna take forever to catch up, and I love that. But mm. anyway, uh, by the way, you can catch our podcast. You can go download that on any podcatcher. So uh, check that out. Okay, what a good go... segue. Thank you. Let's go into the recap. <clears throat> when last we saw Snortimer's soldiers, they had boarded the tram up. Uh, to the Jewel in the Mountain's Crown, a skyship captained by Magnus Stormrider, a blue-bearded, light-hearted dwarf that the group only met briefly before they piled onto the tram, being sure to grab whatever supplies they could carry. They were able to get navigation equipment filled with maps, navigation tools, and other things needed to travel at night. Aerial flares, which are used for signaling, communication, or emergency illumination of the sky. Cannonballs, which were used for the ship's artillery. A spare parts bin. I'm assuming you guys didn't remember at all what you got, so this is hopefully useful. A spare parts bin, which could be useful if the ship takes any damage while underway. A celestial observation box, which contains a telescope and star charts. Uh, perhaps not the most useful of items. And lastly, a crate-labeled Skyship Library, which contains a number of books that were ordered from the Platinum Weave Library before they left. <clears throat> on your way up to the Skyship, the group was attacked by Vutha, an undead creature hell-bent on seeking revenge on Alessio. The group was able to kill Vutha and his undead skeletal warriors before arriving at the Skyship. And we ended last session as the Skyship soared off to the north, and our group took a much-needed long rest. Now, I do want to kind of back up a little bit to the very end of the last episode because we we were hurrying through it a little bit. We went late, and I just kind of want to go back. So as you guys arrived at the top of the tram, you you were greeted by this large uh, – it's it's a skyship, but the thing is huge. It's, it's massive. It's actually like six floors inside of the skyship. And on the outside of this, um, you'll actually recognize – a long time, most of you, not Talon, a long time ago when you were in the floating uh, island that had broken off of Vol uh, Volantis, there were these plants inside that were orange and blue. And as you fiddled with them, they raised and lowered the island. These are completely surrounding and just ingrown into the outside of the skyship, obviously creating some sort of lift. So, um, as you came into the skyship, you guys were exhausted. Uh, Talon was completely stupefied as, long, as well as Booker. And the, the group managed to carry all of you on board. The captain basically put you all into your own rooms. And then uh, you all took your long rests. So we're, we're rejoining you the next morning. Talon, you begin to recover. But your dreams are haunted by the image of a large brain licking at your face and trying desperately to crawl its way through your nose, your ears, your mouth. And you startle awake to find Booker licking your face worriedly. In the corner of your room sits a woman. She's average height for a human, with chestnut hair and warm hazel eyes. She wears a white medical coat and a leather satchel lays at her feet filled with various medical instruments and supplies. She's sleeping in the chair and uh, she doesn't seem to have noticed you yet. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. Like, mm -hmm. so Booker is looking at me. I'm probably just smushing him back and making sure he's okay. So I'm definitely making noises uh, that would alert her to me being awake. Cool. Uh, so she rouses from her sleep and uh, she comes over and checks on you. She's just very, uh, you know, um, what would you call it? Like, there's no no warmth. Like, she just kind of walks over. She puts her hand on your head. She kind of puts a stethoscope up to your chest. And uh, she she's grabbing you by the face, and she's kind of looking at you. And uh, she goes, I'm Dr. Talia Everhart, 
Can you tell me your name? Uh, I'm Talon Creek. Where am I? You are aboard the skyship, the Jewel in the Mountain Crown, and I am your doctor. You've had a quite a quite a quite a night. Uh, seems that your pet dog here has recovered quite a quite a bit better than you, or at least uh, more vigorously. Are you feeling okay? Uh, I'm feeling a bit groggy and thirsty. Thirsty. I can do thirsty. And she turns around and she, she grabs a pitcher of water, pours you a cup of water. Do I trust her? I don't know. Do you trust her? I just woke up. <laughs> can I roll to see if I trust her? <laughs> uh, yeah. Go ahead and roll insight. Hey, boom. Uh, I like it's more fun when there's... Yeah, no. Something. Okay, 19. Totally. All right, uh, with a 19. So... Um, you kind of take a second while you're while you're looking at the water and you you observe your surroundings and you hear kind of on the outside of the wall it sounds like wind rushing by. You do feel a slight sway to the to the place you knowing what you knew of the area. Now you've been stupefied since down before you got on the tram, but last right. you knew that was your intent. So it's reasonable to think that you are at least on the skyship whether you trust this person or not. They seem all business. Um, you have no you you don't get a sense that anything strange is up. If anything, she's just a little rough. Okay, fair, 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 fair. Uh, she's a chick in a man-dominated field. I get it. That's legit. Like she's got to be tough. <laughs> so uh, seems totally legit. I'm gonna drink some water. I say thank you so much. Uh, I was very thirsty. Excellent. Oh, uh, where like are where are we heading? Where's the ship going? Uh, we are heading to Urngorth Kuzek. Uh, we're making our usual usual trek up there. Um, your your friends are in the the rooms next to us, and and I believe. Are they okay? I believe so. Everything was okay last I checked. Um, little banged up. Your your friend Alessio, he uh, he didn't seem very well off, but I think a good night's sleep will do him well. Were there snakes again? He was very wet. <laughs> <laughs> Are there snakes on this ship? <laughs> uh, no, no snakes that I know of. <laughs> no snakes that I know of. Naturally occurring ship snakes. <laughs> Fucking ship snakes, man. Sky, sky serpents, perhaps, but those, those would be outside of the ship. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, am I good to get up and walk around? Like, yep. am I concussed uh, or anything? Uh, she, she. Uh... I'm asking her that. Yeah, she helps you up to your feet, and uh, she kind of has you stand there for a minute and, and observes you. She says, you seem to be okay. If you have any problems, I, I'll be around. Just come find me, and, and we'll take care of it. And um, Thank, she thank actually, you very much, Dr. She, Everhart. She places her hand on your shoulder, and she says, this, this should help you feel a little bit better. And she's going to cast Guidance on you, which basically just gives you um, a plus four to any sort of roles that you need. But, like, you just generally feel better. <clears throat> Plus a D four, sorry. Yep. Oh. Not plus four. Uh, and it's just just to this uh, the first roll. She's just kind of doing a thing for you. All right. So. Cool, cool, cool. Alessio. I'm gonna go look for my buddies. Sure. Uh, so we're gonna fade away from you for a moment. So Alessio cool. and Anomio, um, you both awake in two swaying hammocks. Uh, the ship is. You guys remember getting on the ship and you found found a room together, and uh, the ship is clearly underway. 
you can hear the rushing of wind on the outside of the walls behind you. And um, yeah, you guys, you guys both wake up about the same time. Where's Talin? Where, where is she? Is she okay? So <laughs> you, <laughs> you would have remembered um, helping helping her aboard the the ship. Actually, I believe that you carried Talin, and then I think Nobilis might have carried Booker or or something to that effect. Either way, you guys you guys <laughs> know that Talin is at least recuperating in a in a bed very close to you. Um, I want to go check on her. Where is she? Oh, hold on. <laughs> Get back in there. <laughs> but no, that's, that's totally actually, that's okay. You could you could rush out of the room. We'll get back to that in just a moment. But is there anything that you and Alessio want to talk about before you go barging out of the room? No, no time. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Uh, so let's, let's uh, actually, Alessio, is there anything you want to do before? No, I just wake up and be like, oh, I feel better. There goes that gnome, you know, running. Into the <laughs> just charging out of the room. <laughs> I see him running out of the uh, the room. And I'm like, hopefully he's not running into another friggin' battle right now. <laughs> you never know. You, never know. Yeah. <laughs> you are feeling uh, much better at this point, Alessio. A good night's sleep has done done you well. All right. So uh, as you rush out of the room, Anomio, you actually come face to face with another gnome. Um, this is a gnome that was on the tram with you. His name's Milo Underfoot. And uh, he he's kind of startled to see you, and he says, "Oh, I, I was I was just coming to get you. Actually, this the the captain needs to see you all for for breakfast. He's got a lot of questions for you. So oh. we'll uh oh, go ahead. Sorry, I do love breakfast. <laughs> Is it bacon? Uh, I don't know. And he, he I brought my own. It's okay. He sniffs. He sniffs. <laughs> he's he's like I don't I don't smell any bacon, but." Yeah, maybe they're cooking up some sky serpents. We'll see. <laughs> All right, so uh, Alessio's favorite. You see, you see Milo. He kind of heads up to the um, just a little bit to the other to the other room, and he knocks on where Talon's staying, and he he kind of calls the same thing. He says, uh, "If if you guys are okay in there, uh, the captain like to see you in the mess hall uh, as soon as soon as you get up. No huge hurry, but but breakfast is gonna be out in about five minutes." Um, and then he heads over to, to Nobilis. So Nobilis, you, you wake up in a room alone. Um, you did not have any dreams last <laughs> night, but you're left with a very unsettling feeling. And waking up without your friends near you only exacerbates that. The last time that you woke up on a ship, uh, it was to a trident being thrust down at your chest. So being in a swaying boat, kind of bringing back some, some pretty rough <laughs> memories for you. Um, Next thing you know, you hear a knocking at the door, and you hear the same thing. Milo saying, like, "Hey, uh, Nobilis, time time to get up. We we need you in the mess hall." Yeah, I'm definitely I'm sleeping in the lifeboat or whatever this little canoe thing is. And I'm like, <laughs> that's a hammock. It's like, oh, I thought I'm sorry, I thought it was a lifeboat. I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah, <laughs> a hammock. Okay, it makes yeah, more you know, sense. just a lifeboat in the middle of the boat. <laughs> it's a lifeboat. <laughs> I heard you like lifeboats, so we put lifeboats in your lifeboat so you can <laughs> boat while you <laughs> boat. While you boat. <laughs> I just see a little sliver, so I don't know what I'm looking at. But no, it's okay, totally okay. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Okay, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to look around. I do see a couple chests in this room. Can I, like, see if they're empty or have anything in them? Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, so one of them is locked. The other one is empty. But okay. at the moment, your door um, is still is closed. It? Yeah. Is it like what does the lock look like? Is it like something that I could pick easily? Or? It looks like a kind of kind of like a fairly easy padlock to open. Yep. I mean, yeah, it, it, I have, like if you had a key, it would be the equivalent of like a master lock. So. Okay. I have thieves' tools. Would that let me unlock it? I forget how. To, I haven't. Normally, that's sure. not my job. Yeah. Uh, so you do have. So if you go to your inventory and you were to, if you want to pick the lock, 
um, you can click on the little, little, what do you call it? The dice that shows up next to Thieves Tools. Does it use it up, though? Nope, they, you keep them. Unless you roll a one, in which case they'll you'll probably break a piece. But that's always. Um, you do not. You do have proficiency with your thieves tools, so it'll add your proficiency. Oh, I'm so bonus, sorry. I didn't know it was multiple times. It wasn't. It was okay. Oh, did you? Sorry. Yeah, I didn't even notice you wrote. So it multiple times. <laughs> that's okay. So uh, click on use thieves tools. Yes. Now oh, proficiency. That's not advantage, right? Correct. It just add, it'll add a plus four to whatever you roll. Fourteen. Okay, um, so you uh, you manage to pop this lock open and you look inside, and uh, you see that there are a couple of things. There's there's some papers. Um, there's a journal, and there is uh, a little bag of of what looks like gold. We'll take it all. <laughs> You're just gonna take it. Okay, I I shouldn't I shouldn't judge. I just am laughing at. I I love when you go crazy. All right, so you you look at the pouch. <laughs> you just wake up and start stealing. You're playing Skyrim. I love it. Um, okay, I, I shouldn't. I'm not judging. I'm totally just laughing because it's fun okay, to observe too. Okay, so uh, the the little pouch of gold uh, has about a hundred gold pieces in it. Um, so you can go ahead and add that to your inventory if you'd like, or if you want to keep it somewhat set, like do whatever you'd like. Um, the papers. Uh, there's a actually what looks like a like a child's drawing of a man standing on top of a boat, um, like a, a human man standing on top of a boat and uh, flying through the sky. And the, there's like these little majesty lines coming off of him as a, like, you know, like a hero kind of thing. Um, and in the journal, uh, you see that this is written by, sorry, let me grab his name real quick. Oh, where did he go? Roland. Um, it's ro written by a human uh, named Roland Stormwind, who appears to be a, um, soldier on this boat he's basically just there for security slash you know as a fighter if something happens on on this boat um and he's writing about it's kind of like a day-to-day -day journal <clears throat> most of it's boring it's it's the back and forth bef between Erngor Zuik and Erngor Kazork occasionally there's a, a talk of pirates um there's talk of what uh, uh what it, shoot what's it called um I have it written down there's a lot of stuff here uh sky whales i should have been able to remember that um there's there's occasionally they will see sky whales they're not dangerous they're just really cool to see <clears throat> and as you're looking through this journal you actually notice that there's some drawings except they look very similar to the pieces of paper that you saw as if maybe this man just kind of draws like a child um and maybe thinks a oh. lot of himself as a, a hero sitting on the on top of the ship but that's that's what you're able to get so this appears to belong to roland stormwind Okay, I'll put the journal back into the chest, but I'll keep mm -hmm. that drawing and the gold, of course. Okay, cool. Uh, You're going to keep his and... drawing of himself. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. We need to embarrass the mother. <laughs> no, I love it. Um, go ahead and add that to your inventory, uh, just so I don't have I to did. remember yeah. to do that. Cool. Okay. Uh, so, um, what are you doing? I'm going to go ahead and go out. They called me for breakfast. Excellent. All right, so you... Uh, <laughs> Talon, um, you've been kind of given given leave to leave the room if you'd like to. Yep. Uh... Okay. Oh, cool. Do I get... Oh. Hmm? I'm with you now. Okay. So, you um, you all leave the room and uh, you kind of you follow Milo and he heads you over to the mess hall. 
So I'll uh, I'll just kind of drag you guys over there. So it's this way. Alan, how is your brain? Is it all in there? It's back. <laughs> it's back. And I'm hungry as hell. Did you bring bacon? Otherwise. Always. Oh, bacon, 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 bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I say to Dalin, Booker's just like picking up all the bacon and I don't know if you remember this, but you are quite the fierce ro- warrior when you're passed out. Nobody can hit you. <laughs> <laughs> fiery warrior. Yes. Nobody nobody can hit Talon even when she's passed out. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yes, I forgot about that. <laughs> the skeleton just failing to hit me. Yeah, the skeleton yeah. literally on top of us she's passed out. Just can't hit her. <laughs> I just like, luckily, you know, like keep rolling out of the way kind of thing. Like a Three Stooges sort of deal. Oh my God. That's perfect. Awesome. <laughs> So, uh, cool. All right. So you guys, uh, you can all head into that, that door that I opened just to save me the trouble of moving y'all. Um, so as you walk into the mess hall, uh, you're greeted with the smell of meat and eggs and, and no bacon though. Um, but there's definitely, definitely some food and it's, it doesn't seem like what you would have eaten, you know, with, with salt on the other ship. This seems like high quality stuff. Um, you're starting to get the impression, given the size of this boat and, uh, you know, some of the stuff that you saw from outside that this, this is not just like a, uh, merchant ship. That's kind of like just barely hanging on together. Like the, um, the mighty maiden was, this seems to be like a luxury skyship. Um, so you're, uh, you're smelling all of this smells, but you don't see any food on the tables yet. And uh, you see Magnus Stormrider uh, sitting at the table, along with Seraphina Shadow Dusk, who is the tiefling, um, the the one that you played as. Um, and you see her; she's actually, as you walk in, she's reaching over and she's kind of touching the the little silver um, bells and ornaments that are in Magnus's uh, beard. And she she says, I, "I'm trying to remember how you did her voice. Can can you do her voice for me for just a sec? Do you remember?" Oh, uh, you were like Capitan. It was a Spanish. Yeah. yeah. Was, all right. So forgive yes, me. Yes, Capitan. Yes. Okay. She's. I. Uh, I'm not gonna do it well, but. Um, I. I don't recognize. Uh, no, that's the wrong voice. Uh, she says that she doesn't recognize. <laughs> I'll have to practice later. Uh, she doesn't recognize the the bell that she's she's playing with, and she's she asks him where he got it, and uh, he says, oh, I just I just picked this up in uh in Urngor right before the the attack." Um, the, uh, the, the merchant there, he, he was holding one. Somebody bought it for me. And, uh, apparently I have a, a secret admirer. And, uh, you see Serafina, she, she, her eyes kind of, like, flash for a sec. She's not happy about that comment at all. <gasps> he, oh, uh, Serafina. He, he turns his head as you guys all walk in and, and kind of straightens up a little bit. And Serafina very, very slowly lets go of his beard. Um, but he's trying to maintain appearances. And he stands up and he says... Uh, hey everybody! Welcome, welcome. Take a seat, please. Uh, we've got much to discuss. And uh, he kind oh, of waves that over here. Oops. And he he yells over we'll his shoulder. Down. He yells over his shoulder. He goes, uh, "Talia, come bring bring us out some some food." And uh, from the back here, there in the galley, um, you see a half elven woman uh, with red hair wearing a green dress she she's carrying multiple plates of food and she you know sets them all on the table in front of you guys pretty much anything that you guys would like to eat is is going to be there anything that you could imagine for breakfast oh yeah and, oh, and caviar and eggs 
perfect. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Sky serpent caviar. Because <laughs> that's pancakes. Yes, they lay eggs like a like a fish. Um, and she looks over and she says, "Is there anything that that you would like that I didn't bring out?" Hot coffee. Ah, uh, yes, right away, right away. And uh, she. Kind and of I would like to back. give her like a, a look, like a. I don't know, like a little like. Little shimmer. Oh God! (laughs) Yeah, no problem. Um, I'll keep that in mind. Okay, Okay. so she she races back and she uh, she goes and gets her coffee and almost immediately she brings it back to you. So now you have a a nice cup of coffee. So, Alessio, are you gonna sit down at the table or are you back there on purpose? Uh, no, I'm gonna let me. I'll go to the table here. Okay. Let me find that seat. There we go. Cool. All right. So you guys are all sitting down at the table and Magnus, he gets up and he kind of stands at the head of the table. Uh, one more thing that you you probably you guys have noticed, but anybody listening wouldn't have. Lil Grizz appears to be sleeping on the secondary table here in the mess hall. Um, he is looking much better. He's got a couple of bandages wrapped around his his uh, legs and his his chest, uh, but he's sleeping very soundly. And uh, Booker kind of goes over and sniffs at him a little bit, but he doesn't wake him up. Um, Lil Grizz looks exhausted, so. Oh. <laughs> but Lil Lil Grizz made it. <laughs> but Lil Grizz is with us. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> no, he's some, with us. Some bear steak, yes. Um, so Magnus <laughs> Magnus looks at all of you and he he says, "All right, so we it seems we need to have a conversation." <laughs> is that the Halloween uh-huh. theme? so he says uh all right all right so obviously fleeing from the scene wasn't i wasn't gonna you know start asking too many questions but now that you're on my my skyship we're relatively safe we're flying uh you know our usual route this is kept pretty safe by the the griffin riders from uh glendraconic so we should be good so let's all have a breath Tell me, what are you doing? Where are you going? Where did you come from? Why are you on my ship? Where did More you come from? Where did you go? Did More importantly, Ed, what is the new, <laughs> what is the new God, puzzle? Ooh, yeah, oh. new puzzle. <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick, <laughs> yeah. quick, quick oh, break. Yeah. Hold uh, on. It is... Play ball. Yes. Sorry, I kind of did that too fast. How did you that, that do that? One. I was still trying to figure like, out if that was a... I thought it was a sand timer thing. You can see it, the ball. No, that's totally fine. You know, that's okay. This is a. This is a. a We're also buying ourselves time. Yes, this is this is a relaxing (laughs) night. It's okay. Yeah. All right. So you guys, uh, you guys are munching down on your food, and like I said, he he's asking you. He's basically trying to find out who you are, what you're doing. He wants to know your story. And what I'm interested in is what you're telling him. Mm. That's a good question. We're snorting our soldiers. Yeah, he should know better than to ask people questions like before they've had their coffee. <laughs> That's kind of rude. <laughs> I take out a piece of bacon and I'm stirring my coffee with it. Why do I love of, that idea? <laughs> the bacon that you take out of Salt's bag of yum yums is not going to be cooked. Just, I'm sure that you've thought of this, but <laughs> yeah, it's salted. Just in your coffee. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I thought I could. I thought I could pull out food in in any state. 
Or is that not the case? Uh, that's a good question. I don't think we ever really figured it out. I always pictured it as being raw, um, because I think oh, that you, you always this were like, I'm pulling... piece of bacon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, I think the first time you used it, you were like, I take out some raw pieces of pork because I think you fed some lizard men. And so just in my oh, head, yeah. I've always had it as being raw. So you know what? Let's make okay. it canon. Anything, any food that comes out of there is going to be raw. Fair. Fair enough. Okay. Well, yes, yeah, so I just got a raw bacon raw piece of bacon. <laughs> Sarah, I, I called. I called Talia back over and asked if we could maybe cook some of this bacon. <laughs> cool. Uh, she, she I rolled my bacon into a little straw and I'm just sucking coffee through <laughs> it. Disgusting. And I'm just like, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, she, she actually, she, she comes over and she takes the bacon out of your hand and she says, I, it's no problem. I, I'll throw this right on the, on the frying pan for you. Do, do you have anything else that you'd like to cook? And she's letting yes. the coffee like drip <laughs> from the bacon. <laughs> and I'm like, elbowing Anomi, I'm like, give her more bacon. I want some. <laughs> more bacon, bacon, sausages, pork loin. Yes. Mm. All the pork. And she, I love a so, woman who knows how to prepare meat. <laughs> oh, I We're that hungry. Sounds like, that, sounds like kind of, that sounds like the kind of thing Someone's I would say to my wife, and she would just is. like not have any of it. That's what I've never said anything like that in my life. Like, you know what? Terrible flirty kind of guy. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so you you're saying something. So that's that's fine. She definitely caught it and and uh why don't you let's see, what would you, what would you roll? Um Prisma, obviously. Yeah, I'm just trying to trying to think of Yeah, why don't you just roll a straight charisma roll for me? With your plus five. Oh, ooh. 24. A 24. Hey, yeah. Okay. Ridiculously um, charismatic. You charismatic some bitch. She, uh, she, t <laughs> this is gross, but she takes the raw piece of bacon and then she, she like sucks the coffee off of it while looking at you in the eye. <laughs> and then she walks away. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, seductive. <laughs> Raw bacon. Oh god. <laughs> so. Even Booker hides under the table after that. Yeah. So, if, if, if Booker's disgusted, then like. <laughs> even, even Booker threw up in his mouth a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Booker he makes is... a little whining noise like. Ee! <laughs> <laughs> All right. She. She. Uh. So you. You see Talia. She. She retreats back into the kitchen, and you hear her start kind of like gagging. <laughs> She's just. Oh, oh. <laughs> So, she's like, why, why would I do this? Anyway, so, and, uh, so she she's starts cooking all that. of the various meats that you guys gave her. Okay, back to Magnus. And, uh, he's looking at you all a little impatiently. He says, all right, so you're Snortimer soldiers. What, uh, what else? Well, I just kind of look at him and I'm, I just say to him, uh, we, we're just a collective group of, of folks who are, uh, have some different, different missions. And obviously, as we've gone on in these last weeks, we've come across a lot of different circumstances that has just kind of led us here. But ultimately, uh, we needed to be on this airship and headed to Ungor Zuak. Yeah, all right. Well, Ungor Zuak was where you just came from. So is. Well, yeah. you you tell me what well, turn you're. Turn around, come on. Yeah. We gotta go back. <laughs> you could totally turn, like if that around. if that's what you intended on saying, then I'm totally cool with that. That's no, no, we're going to uh, where where are we flying to? 
Urn See, well, so, so technically you guys need to go to Volantis, but this skyship okay. is going to Urngor uh, Kazork, which let me pull up the, okay. the map of Domidium because it's been a long time since we really looked at it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm going to yeah, zoom in here for the audience. All right, so you guys are at Urngor Zuik, um, and you just took off from the Urngor Skyport. You are heading to the north, and overnight I'd say that you basically made it to that, that small little settlement right to the south of the, the Disintegrated Peaks. You're kind of following this uh, this dotted line to the left. Um, Magnus had mentioned that you guys were going to end up flying over the Dark Timberlands because you needed to avoid the Disintegrated Peaks, otherwise you might have to deal with um, some fire drakes or other, or potentially uh, um, Fireclaw, the, uh, the, red, the ancient red dragon that lives in the disintegrated peaks, which he definitely yeah. does not want to deal with. Um, so you guys are going to be taking the long way. It's going to take about three, three and a half, four days, something like that, to get to Urngor Kazork. Uh, Kazord, sorry. So, so that's it's what a, I actually said, on our way to Urngor Kazord. Cool. Now, just because it's been almost two years that we've been playing this game, uh, to kind of give you guys some some more information about things that have happened and remind you. So. Nobilis keeps getting this voice in his head, which he did share with you, about needing to go to Volantis in order to fix the problem that was Halix that was summoned. Um, mm -hmm. That is your current goal, is to get to Volantis to figure out how you guys can help to fix this problem. Uh, so actually, that's that's really all that you need to know contextually for the moment. Um, so do but, we want to tell him that um, our final destination, like, maybe ping his brain for... You know, I would say I don't. Want I'm, to I'm giving Nobilis like a look of like, do you want to tell him like that that's like our goal? Hint towards him that like what we're trying to like to solve the Halix issue. Like I, I don't know if like he's on his side or like our side. Like I, I'd like to kind of get gauge that. Like are we with the good guys here or like are we the bad? Guys? Oh, the Halix issue. Yeah. Is that why we're going to Volantis? I thought it was just because Nobilis needed to get there. Well, will so, that help no, the Halix thing? We were trying to solve the issue, and I heard a voice in my head that said, "You need to get to Volantis to find your answer." Mm -hmm. Ah, yep. okay. Cool, yep. cool. So after after, Hal after Halix was summoned and you guys all escaped into the jungle, um, that was when Nobilis had heard from presumably his mother. Like, um, that's what she has introduced, or that that's the feeling that you've been getting. Um, which is J weird. Jason, you they, what did she say? You, Can we get the Nobilis's mom voice? <laughs> Sorry, I just really needed that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'll, I'll teach exactly. you how to grow a third one so you can shoot some more lasers. <laughs> just what I want for my mother. Yeah. Just shoot up bacon with your nipples and you cook it. <laughs> Perfect. That's actually a great system. I like that. Yeah. So good. So, all right. Well, so what are you what are you guys talking about? So, so at the moment, you guys have told him that you are Snortimer soldiers and that you need to go up to Urngor Kazork. Kazork. Um. So I ask him. I'm like, have you seen this crazy, like, huge new river that's that's in the land now? And like, I heard stories that it was this huge snake. Have you seen anything or heard anything about that? Especially being up in this. Mm -hmm. Skyship with a view? Uh, absolutely. Uh, you can see it as you're getting near Ungar Zuik. There's a, a giant river through the Whispering Expanse. Uh, definitely wasn't there a few days ago. Uh, I hear tell that there is a gigantic snake making its way across across Dimidium. 
Uh, would you know anything about this? Because all I know is it's large and I'm happy to be in the sky. All we know is we're trying to stop it and we think we think we have a lead. So that's why we're on our way to Ungor something or another. Kazord. <laughs> Kazord. Kazord. Yeah. K-Z-O-R-D. Kazord. Yeah. Which which is actually dwarven. Like I, I, I'm not just making it like I translated stuff from dwarven. Um, so that's why it sounds stupid. What's it dwarven for? So it's it's. The, I speak dwarvish. It's the mountain shield. I think is what it's called. Um, Ooh, I like which, that. Which uh, in that case, it's yeah, because it's it's surrounded on all four sides by mountain mountains. Um, so it's like the mountain shield. Ah, it's like Salt Lake City. Mm -hmm. uh, like Salt Lake City. <laughs> yeah, we're in a circle of mountains. Okay, it's cool. So uh, at this point, Talia uh, comes back out and she she's kind of going around the table just seeing what people need. And uh, she walks behind you, Novelist, and you feel her hand kind of brush over your shoulders as she pours you some more coffee. And uh, and then she she walks back over to the galley. Um, so Magnus Magnus asks you guys. He says, "All right. So I guess the the most important thing that we need to know is, uh, are we in any, any danger having you aboard? Is there anybody after you? Is there anything? I mean that." Uh, Alessio, you seem to know that creature that just attacked you. Is that gonna, <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, I, I mean, wake, aside from... Am I gonna wake up and, like, you know, be suffocating in, in underwater? What's going on? <laughs> well, to be, to be honest, we, uh, we had to make a tough decision during one of our journeys, and we left him to die, but somehow he keeps coming back. Mm. Um, so I can't tell you what the future is with with him just he seems to come back more powerful each time but i'm hoping that that was the last we will see of him but now that we are in the sky uh barring any uh dragons that are coming our way hopefully we'll be okay dragons but we don't know he might grow wings yeah <laughs> He is, he is dragonborn. <laughs> Good. Yeah, Vutha might end up being the damn snake at the end. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> all, all he's gonna do is incapacitate you too. Like that's you could crush yeah, the just, world, but he's just gonna make yeah. it so you can't take turns. So yeah, <laughs> that's, um, a, that's, at some point, Bill's gonna take his mask off and be like, "I am Vutha. I am Vutha. <laughs> <laughs> Time to die. Time to die, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> so Magnus, uh, Magnus kind of looks at you. He says, uh, "Sounds sounds like you're dealing with a revenant. We we have some something about that down in the library on the atrium. That's uh, in the mid deck. It's one one floor below us. Uh, if you have some time, might be worth reading about it and maybe get some some help." Um, I tell you, I, I look at Talia and I'm like, I just kind of Talia and I just kind of give her a nod. Like, read, I'm like, read. I'm all over it. I'm like, you said library. I'm like already packing up my food. <laughs> yeah, <Talia. laughs> yeah unless she was like, read that shit now. <laughs> Revenant. Yeah. Awesome. Um, cool. All right, so we'll see if we get to that later. But uh, so Magnus says, okay, okay. So you've got you got a undead dragonborn coming for you. Any, anything else that we need to know about? Any other enemies? Anything else? Um, you got any good spots to plant chestnuts? Uh, well, actually, um, down again in the uh, floor below us, we have a, so we call it the atrium and it's filled with plants. Uh, we've got our, our, we've got an alchemist down there. He needs the plants for, um, 
making all of his, his various potions and such. You, sh you should definitely talk to him. Uh, that His name is Alaric Fireforge. Um, but Elowin is down there as well. She's the one that tends to the plants. Uh, she's an elvish lady, very tall, can't, hard, can't miss her. Um, and she is, uh, she's actually, she might be able to help you out with the, you know, anything you want to plant. Hey, right, cool. Go, go, go. Can I ask him what's, like, now that we know that's down there, like, what's on the other floor? Like, tell us about the ship, like, what, sure. what is there to uh, explore? Well, you see, it's right here. No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he just pulls a out a bunch of maps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so there's actually there are six floors to the the ship. So there's the top deck, um, which uh, he says uh, the the top deck is actually where my my uh, my room is. Uh, so I sleep up there, and that's also where the the you know steering what do you call it steering wheel i guess whatever um is as well there's a navigation room up there and with some of the materials that you guys picked up uh we're able to actually restock and upgrade some of the equipment that we have in our navigation room um so that'll definitely help us if we run into any sort of problems while we're up here with storms or whatnot we'll be able to get back on track a little faster so uh mechanically that means that you guys will have advantage if something happens so, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so that was good that you picked that up um then uh, he says the the second floor is uh, the second floor is the living quarters. That's where we are right now. This is where the mess hall is, uh, the galley, um, and uh, all the rooms as well as the armory. The armory is just on the other side of the room that Talia's in. And uh, if you need any sort of weapons or if anything happens, if we need some extra cannonballs, that's where you want to go. Uh, so you're gonna have to come down here and uh, and help out. But there is also a really large. Um, like a like a balcony off the back we call it the dragon's breath balcony uh mostly because at, at one point it was a little larger and then uh fireclaw actually came after us and you know kind of burnt quite a bit of it uh <laughs> singed it used the floor used to be a different color you'll you'll be able to tell uh but it looks it looks pretty good i actually didn't bother cleaning it up <clears throat> it's a nice decor yeah yeah so then uh the third floor is the mid deck that's where the atrium is uh, as well as an observation deck the library is there. The alchemical lab is there as well. Uh, on the fourth floor, you have the cargo hold. And uh, that's where the cargo bay is. There's a vault down there. Um, don't let me catch you trying to get in there. You know, just worth saying. Ha, 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 of course. <laughs> and uh, there's also a workshop. If there's any sort of tinkering that you want to do, we can, uh, you know, accommodate anything there. Of course, you have to pay for your own materials, but we've got pretty much anything you need. Uh, below that, we have the engine room, which uh, we call it the engine room, but really it's more of a, another growing area. You've seen the the orange and blue plants that are sprouting out of the side of the ship. This is where we harvest them and actually feed them and let them thrive, and that's what gives us our levitation ability. Um, so if you go down there, you know there's definitely a lot to learn, but I wouldn't recommend you touch anything. Um, and then I'm at just the going to go down and just with a rape, you're just la da 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 I have every expectation that you will. <laughs> and, and then uh, the, the, the lower deck is deck number six. Uh, that's where the brig is. Hopefully you don't end up there. Um, and it's pretty much just ballast, and uh, there's some, some access to some ladders that come out of the bottom of the ship. Um, but there's there's a few tunnels down there. That's, that's where... Um, that's where Felicity Gearspark spends a lot of time kind of tweaking, tweaking our engines and, and, you know, fixing, fixing whatever might happen with the hull and uh, just generally maintenance. But you guys probably don't need to really go below deck, deck, the mid deck, maybe the cargo hold if I send you down there. 
Um, speaking of which, so if you're going to be on the ship, your your guys are going to have to work. So, do you have any experience on ships? Oh, do we? Well, oh yeah. Maybe not airships, but we've had certainly a good amount of experience on sea, on sea ships. Sea so ships. If it's, yeah. if it's somewhat similar, we can definitely, we can definitely uh, contribute. We are great. I've been, I've been on a couple of ships in my time, airships yeah. and sea ships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have. Uh, we, are good, we are good seamen. So much, so much good semen. And women. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, sea, sea women. <laughs> so, uh, he says, um, the, uh, the main difference that you're going to want to pay attention to, and he taps on his chest, he says, now that we have this whole balls system thing, you don't want to ever not have that on you. Because if you go tumbling off the side, which has happened, uh, that'll save your life. So, keep the balls strapped to, you, strapped to your chest. <laughs> Do we all have our balls currently, or you do, all, do we still you need do to be all. given balls? Nope. So every and actually, you look around at every every single person on the ship seems to be wearing them. All of the like Milo had it when he first woke you up. Everybody's got balls on their chest. What <laughs> about Booker and Little G? Um, so Booker, Booker's that's like, the biggest balls of them all. I'm sorry. <laughs> totally. Let's that's be a, honest. He is not neutered. Like. <laughs> oh no, no, not a chance. So those things are out. Um, so good question. Uh, Booker and Lil G also will have uh, a balls uh, attached to them, but they, they but have adapted balls. The the tough part is if they go off the side, they're not gonna really like. It requires a strong hit to the chest. So although it's on them, they're not gonna be able to do anything about it. So if one of them goes over, to if jump you care, you're gonna be jumping. Them. Yeah. Right. Right. Gotcha. Got it. Got it. Got it. Or jump after. Booker and Chris. <laughs> so, uh, so Magnus, Magnus says, "All right. So you said that you're going to to Erngor, uh, Kazord with us. Uh, what what business do you have there?" Uh, we plan to go on to Volantis. Is there any advice you can give us once we get there to, to get there? Oh, Volantis. We still have to cross water to get there. So yeah. Yeah. yeah well, Volantis is uh, you know on the other side of the continent. At least uh, last time I checked, the the island itself moves around a bit. Um, Erngor, from Erngor, I mean, this, this ship only ever goes between Erngor Kazurd and Erngor Zuek. However, unless they're going to send me back over there with some military, I'm, I'm not quite sure where I'm heading after I, I, you know, land at the Skyport. Uh, not much sense in going back to a city overrun mm. with, with denizens of the Underdark. So. Do you think the dwarves of, uh, Kazord, will the dwarves of Kazord help Zuek? They definitely will, but they'll probably go there on land. Um, I, yeah. I this is going to sound a little immodest, but uh, I'm a bit of an anomaly as as well as uh, as far as dwarves go. Most of us like to stay on the ground, uh, but my 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 family we've we've you know flown the skies for as long as we've been able to fly the skies. Well, if we if we, if we help you on this ship, and if we earn our trip, is there any way we can take the airship? over to uh, Volantis. I'll have to talk to the king, uh, but I would imagine if he doesn't have anything better for me to do, uh, we could certainly, we could always use the money. So I would imagine you could probably hire us to take you, but, um, you know, as far as uh, coin goes, that's that's up to you to find. Um, a trip, trip over there is going to cost quite a bit of money, though. Probably around, well, depending on how good you do uh, over the next few days, but we're looking at about eight, maybe nine thousand gold. Well, what if our resident, 
What if this uh, resident celebrity, Noro, maybe uh, signs some things for you? Oh, yeah. Huh? Uh, sorry. We knock a little out the top. Big old quill. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't say I've Where's heard. Ragnar? I can't say I've heard much of Noro. Uh, where Where are you from? You need to talk to your kid. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, as as if uh, you know, fate, as if fate has it, um, Ragnar actually busts through this door at the bottom here, and he walks in the room, and he's he's kind of standing up straight, and he's looking really pissed off, and he's uh, looking around the room, and he looks right at you, Nobles. Oh no! And he says, uh -oh. "Nobles, can I have a word with you, please?" <laughs> <laughs> for those, yes, for those at home, Clifton just kicked back like a drink from the bottle. Okay. Novelist finishes his pint that came out of nowhere. <laughs> Let's do it. I'll go. All right. So I like uh, that the king like busted through the door as you said. Like I'm yeah. imagining the Kool Aid guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <He> busted. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh yeah. So good. <laughs> So Ragnar, Ragnar, uh, you know, Nobilis, you you walk out the door. What are the rest of you guys doing? Are you staying or are you? What's going on? Uh, can we listen at the door? If you want, yeah. I mean, the so the door didn't shut behind them, so you'll definitely hear them if they start talking. I'm more asking if there was any other reaction other than Nobilis walking out the door. No, I think we just kind of all kind of look and maybe just keep an ear, kind of you know listening in. Sure. All right, so um, Magnus actually looks at the rest of you guys like, what the hell? <laughs> like, already your cousin problems. Um, all right, so Ragnar looks at you, Nobilis, and, and he he's kind of looking, like, he's shorter than you by about half. He's, he's about four feet tall. You're a little over six. And he's kind of looking up at you. He's got, his, he's got his hammer strapped to his back still, but it's not in his hand. And he's looking at you. He says, I've been talking to Alicia. And she said some things I want you to explain yourself are you trying are you flirting with my wife <laughs> oh no flirting with Talia sir your honor I have such great respect for you and your family nothing of the sort would ever cross my mind roll a deception <laughs> Are you saying he doesn't have great respect? I'm saying that he's lying. <laughs> so. I'm saying any short person would have been prepared for this conversation and he'd be standing. Oh, he a natty 20. A natty 20. All right. So, 29. So Ragnar, Ragnar's taken back. Like, immediately you see his demeanor change a little bit and he... He's starting to look confused. Now he's starting to worry that he was lied to and that he's looking like a fool. And he says, there's still some things I need to figure out. I'm, I'm feeling a little bit confused here. Alicia and I were just talking. Good. No, you go ahead. Alicia and I were just talking over on the balcony. We've got some things we need to discuss, but that's private matter. But your name came up several times. As far as I know, she's only seen you for about five minutes when you were helping her get the tea. Why is her name 
Why is your name coming out of her mouth? Keep my wife's name out of your mouth. He jumps up and slaps him. I'm very curious why you don't take your wife's word to be the truth. I mean, isn't everything in your your culture, your relationship about trust, integrity? Uh, just, just tell her you had a nice conversation. No, that's good. No, <laughs> integrity. Uh, I'm, I'm Can losing. You have to do a threesome somehow. No, the opposite of a threesome. <laughs> Monogamy. 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 Okay. Surely your wife. I mean, surely no one in this relationship would consider another person. I love that novelists can't remember the word monogamy. What's <laughs> <laughs> that word? You know, when you actually stick to one person for some reason? What's that word? Obviously, that wasn't the word I was thinking of, but as soon as I said threesome, I'm like, yeah, monogamy. Yeah, monogamy, <laughs> yes. All right. So, I, I, re remind me what you actually said back. Sorry, it was like a lot of... So, what, say, are you, what are you responding? monogamy just a, like why would you not trust that she would be monogamous i mean isn't that your people's like you're dedicated to one another and only one another why would you doubt that let's just say that there's i have a lot of questions about alicia and her actions lately and uh seeing you come through the door hearing your name a little bit more than i want to tell you what so the, so the pot calls the kettle sorry go ahead what was that well, yeah, I, she, he actually looks over at you, Talon, and sees you peeking around the corner of the door. Oops. She's giggling. <laughs> I heard her giggle. She's like, just like, <laughs> he, he says, why, why don't we go take this conversation a little, somewhere a little bit more private? I, I don't want to make a spectacle of this whole thing. Talon's mad, too. Also, she's not just giggling. She's, like, mad at the cojones on this guy because she knows this guy was fucking cheating. And now he's trying to be, like, pretend that he's mad at his wife for cheating. At, like, bullshit, jackass. Talon, does anyone I'm just remind me? Yeah, does you know? no, we you gossiped. OK, we gossiped. I? Probably you. You told me the cheese man. Yeah, <laughs> I know. All right. So uh, the three of you, assuming you're going with them, novelist. So the three of you walk back um, towards the, the back of the ship and the, the door to the uh, dragons. Sorry, what did I call it? The dragon's breath balcony is open. And you go out and you see, as you walk out, you, you see that you are basically on the back of the ship. And this balcony is looking out over just the ether. Like, you, there is miles and miles and miles of just nothing except sky. And uh, this is actually a pretty beautiful place. Now, there is a bit of magic going on on the ship to the point where it's not just all wind and you can absolutely stay out here and be comfortable. It's almost as if you're surrounded by glass without glass. It's like a force field of sorts. Um, so Ragnar is, he, he's kind of standing in front of you and Alicia is standing by his side and, uh, sorry, let me just switch these guys. There we go. All right. So Ragnar starts, starts saying like, look, you guys need to be honest with me. If something is happening, I need to know about it. We all just went through something. A lot could be forgiven, but I have to know. I feel that... We are not the ones to ask for forgiveness. What do you mean? I mean, you're accusing your wife of something that you are, dare I say, 
seemingly guilty of yourself? Oh, damn. He's spilling the tea. Why don't you make... Why don't you make a... Um, hmm. Oh, why don't you make another straight charisma roll? I'm not quite sure what I want to call this, so we'll go charisma. Charisma. Oh, no, 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 no. Noblis is risky whiskey. Oh, shit. <laughs> Temerity? Is this like a audacity check? <laughs> yes. By the way, yes. if you like to risk whiskey, <laughs> I like that shirt. It, it yes. came out so good. Yeah. If you want to get that, risky you can go whiskey. to... Where can they find it, Bill? The Teespring link is in the description. Oh. Awesome. Yes, let's try that again. <laughs> risky whiskey. E whiskey. Better. A 20. A 20. All right, so Ragnar seems taken aback. He says, you've made a bold claim. Do you have any proof of what you say? And you see Alicia, she starts kind of heading back towards where you guys came in, and you see her close the door to the inside of the of the ship. You guys are fully alone out here now. And Alicia says, yes, Noblis, do you have any sort of evidence of what you're claiming? Then she goes inside. That's kind of weird. No, she didn't go inside. Sorry, she closed the door. So you guys are alone now. She on made the sure nobody else could. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Now I'm like, I don't. Fuck. I called drama. I already called drama. Isn't there a? Isn't there a letter? You already spilled the tea. Don't clean it up now. A letter, but I don't know if I should pull it out. Mm. Am oh, I yeah. the drama? Yeah. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I may, I, I'm not going to pull it out yet. I'm just going to say, do you remember a certain letter you may have written a certain person? The, um, what do we call it? The, uh, the come right in. Come right in. <laughs> uh, uh, you see, he, that one definitely, uh, he, he knows that you know now. And he says, oh. any uh, letters could be impersonated. That's, there's no proof that, that you know anything. I'd like to walk a little towards him, kind of feel like, you know, he's half my size, right? I'd like to kind of move him, a, like, you know, push him back a little, not push him back sure. physically, but like mm -hmm. intimidate gonna... him. Yeah. Exactly yeah. So like that. Yeah. I would say given, given the charisma roles that you've made so far and everything, like he's, he's going to back up a little. He's, he's, he's on the, on the fence a little bit as far as this conversation goes. Alicia is going to continue to just stand there and, and watch this unfold. Well, my goal honestly is to create some distance between them. Cause I, I fear that he might do something like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't. Trust him. Sure. All right. Uh, so, so, uh, are you showing the letter? Are you talking? What are you doing? Um. Yeah. I, I'm gonna pull it out and be like, "This may be familiar to you," but I'm gonna hold it like, but far enough back so he can't snatch it from me. Sure. Or over his so, head because he's short. I was gonna say, just hold it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> As you hold it up, what you don't see is Alicia come behind you and grab it from you. Oh, and what is she on? She reads. She's standing this on a box. Well, no, but she's she's like behind. You know, you just chair. you just didn't chair. see you didn't see it coming. It. Whatever, she yeah. jumps. It's she grabs the letter from you. <laughs> okay. we're, we're we're you guys are playing elves and dwarves like it just you know things whatever. <laughs> Use your imagination <laughs> here. <clears throat> All right, so she comes up behind. She grabs the letter and she starts reading it. And she says, Zephwin? Zephwin Rosespell? That's who you left me for. And she gets wow. in his face. 
and she starts just yelling and, and lambasting him a bit, and he is literally up against the edge of this thing. Zephwin, come on. Is there no. anything else you want to do? She just sounds gross. I, I, is she I, from I, another I, clan? So she, she's the halfling sure. that was referenced in the letter. So she's uh, she she is definitely like she is who he was he was having an affair with. Noblis is going to take a step back, but he's going to keep an eye and make sure he doesn't put her hand, his hands on her. Sure. So <clears throat> what you see, Noblis, is you see Alicia's eyes glow purple, and around her circles this magical energy up from the floor beneath her, and she starts just it's like surrounding her, it's like almost like Super Saiyan, right? And you see her, she reaches her hand out and she grabs Ragnar by the chest. Cojones. And she grabs him with her <laughs> other hand and <laughs> she she grabs his chest and then she pushes him with her other hand. And he tumbles backwards off of the skyship. <gasps> oh. And then you see him plummet off of the skyship. And she looks oh, at I hope you. He had his balls. She looks at you, Novelis, and you see the balls. Is in, is in her hand and she she looks she at you and she says she says i guess he didn't have the balls to fess up to what he needed what he did. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and have then, you been setting the up this whole time <laughs> i was absolutely right not. absolutely she not. grabbed his cojones <laughs> and <laughs> you see her she tosses it over her shoulder off of the uh skyship and she walks back inside and leaves oh, you out there shit. on the balcony. Damn, that escalated quickly. Well then. Oh um, shit. I'm just gonna follow her back inside. Like, I, mean, I don't want to be stuck out here. Uh, uh-uh. go back in. <laughs> all right. Uh, so we're gonna oh, we're gonna while you guys are doing all of this, we're gonna go back inside. Uh, you guys don't know what's going on. Uh, but Magnus. Me Magnus, and Nomeo are just chowing down on bacon. <laughs> like. <laughs> I, got, I don't have a care in the world. I didn't murder any kings. <laughs> So, as you guys are chowing down on bacon and wondering what Nobilis is up to, although you've you've experienced some of what Nobilis has been up to, and you you know probably better to just leave him to it, you uh you hear uh what you would imagine like it's like an alarm. It's not like like a like a horn of sorts. And you see Magnus, he kind of reacts and he says, "Apparently we have some guests. I hope this has nothing to do with you guys." And he says, "Follow me up to the to the top." Um, to the top deck. So, you guys all head up to the top deck. Before before we yep. do, please do. Yep. I want to take my cape and I want to put it over little Grizz. Oh, <laughs> like a little blanket. Oh, yes! <laughs> awesome. and, then, and then I'm going to take out a, a tiny version of my hat and put it on his little head. <laughs> <laughs> little, little Grizz, uh, he kind of rolls over onto his onto his side and, and you know, the, the hat stays on, but he's he's nice and cozy now. So. Yeah. <laughs> um so Noblis, I'm going to leave you out of this situation at the moment. In fact, when you do come back, everybody's basically going to have been gone. But you would have heard the the alarm. Um let me just uh finish setting this stuff up. So I wasn't sure who was going to be up here when when we all came. So Okay. Noblis so gonna... needs a potty break after all that. <laughs> I mean, Talon's wiping a tear away over the like cape on Lil G kind of thing. Like, well, that was fucking adorable. Right. Oh so, no, this is bad. So you guys are up on the top deck of the Jewel in the Mountain's Crown, 
and uh, you, barnacles. You, barnacles? Uh, no. So so those uh, those items sticking out of the side of the ship, those are those plants, the blue and orange plants that help to control oh. the levitation of the ship. Um, there are these two wings, like the sails coming out of the side of the ship, which kind of just mm -hmm. help with catching catching drafts and putting a little less stress on the uh, um, on the plants. What you also see is uh, Talon Windrider, which is the Aarakocra, the, the bird person that had helped you out on the tram. And he is up at the helm, and he's he's kind of, uh, you know, he's steering. And he says, uh, Captain, I forget what I used for his his voice. I think it was a, it was a weird one. I'll have to go back and look, but I'm just going to retcon whatever it was. But he says, Captain, uh, Griffin Riders off the uh, port side. And uh, Magnus gets a smile on his face. He says, oh, phew. Well, that's good to hear. <coughs> I was uh, a little worried it was going to be something, you know, some undead come to, you know, try to drown you again, Alessio. <laughs> and uh, you that see a lot. you see these four dragonborn griffin riders come and land on the deck. And let's see. Uh, they get off of their griffins and they walk over to Magnus. And the uh, the captain, he is a gold dragonborn. So his, his scales are actually gold-colored, and you would know just being a person in this world. Typically, metallic-colored dragons tend to lean more on, like, a lawful good side, whereas chromatic could be a little bit more evil. However, dragonborn can kind of choose their own path. Um, but it's rare to see a gold dragonborn at all. They, they are very uncommon. Uh, he walks up, he, he starts talking to Magnus, and he shakes his hand, and he says, uh, Magnus, what's... Uh, What's going on with Erngor, Zuek? We saw the smoke, and then we saw you leave. Is everything okay? And Magnus, of course, tells him everything that had just happened in Erngor, Zuek. And this does not, this does not sit well with the uh, the captain here. And uh, his name's Captain Valor Thunderwing. And he uh, he says, "What would you like us to do? Do you want us to circle around, try to help survivors? Do you want us to?" You know, rush ahead, go to talk to uh, Erngor Kazork, let them know you're coming. What would you like us to do? And this is where I'm actually going to hand it to you guys to tell me what you'd like these Griffin Riders to do to try to help out this this ship or situation. They'll also how go fast, for... Go ahead. How, how fast can they get to our destination, Kazord? So they can go quite a bit faster than you guys can um, <clears throat> if they ride through the night, which they certainly would, given the, the urgency. Um, so they could probably make it in about a day and a half. Oh yeah, you guys should go get yeah. back for sure. Like, yeah, I'm thinking like, though it would be great to send them back to Zuak to help whatever survivors might be making it to the surface or whatever, it'd be greater help to tell Kazord sooner so that Kazord can make plans and send out whatever help sooner. Or also... I have follow-up questions, of course, mm -hmm, about absolutely. whether Kazord's been ever had a history with the Underdark and should be warned like that the Underdark is rising and that they might need sure. to be preparing uh, for something. Roll a, roll a history check just to see what you know. Uh, you could also ask, but roll a history check just to see what you know. Okay, Underdark okay. Rising is the name of my emo core band. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, I'm doing it by real dice yep. because that's more fun. 14 plus 5, 19. 19. Um, Erngor, Erngor Kazord does not have a passage to the Underdark below it. 
um, the last time that you were okay. there. That's actually where, I believe that's where you caught the skyship the first time. Um, and you mm -hmm. spent a little bit of time learning about the history of the of the location. So I would know that. Yes, you would Okay, know cool. That. So I know that they don't need to be worried, but that they could send help to uh, Zuek. Correct. Yep. That, that would be my suggestion, is send them straight there and try to stop this as quickly as possible. I don't know what others right. think. You guys are a team. Make a decision and let me know what you want. I don't know. Is it? Is you think it's too far gone already then to waste our time going back? It's a whole city, though, with multiple clans. Some of these clans have magic and stuff. They've probably got areas to hole up that, you know, they might be able to, like, like bunkers kind of thing or something to hide people. Yeah. Like, I think it's worth the, like, the, you know, that the zoo at the, no, sorry, that Kazord would want to send troops or whatever to help. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm like asking, um, uh, what's his name? Um, sorry, the captain. Oh, Magnus. Or, or Magnus. Yeah, Magnus. Mm -hmm. oh, sorry, <laughs> yeah, his Magnus name should be showing. <laughs> My mistake. Yeah, 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 Magnus. Do you think, uh, you know, do you think, given the time that's passed and what you saw, you know, will will there be, you know, survivors that are going to still need help? Because if that's the case, then send them right away. Sorry, is that a question or? Yeah, question. Okay. Uh, he said, I mean, as you guys were leaving, you did see a number of people kind of running out of the front of Erngor Zuek. There is definitely survivors. Um, there was also definitely a lot of people who were probably trapped inside of the, the mountain. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, everything was on fire. There were buildings falling. Whether they survived for 10 minutes or several days collapsed under rubble, like it's definitely a possibility. So anything that you guys do will have an effect. But it's also only like four riders, right? Like Yeah, no, there's Can we I mean, ask we're not gonna be able to fight yeah. the whole army. Right. Can we they ask can the Griffin riders? Do they have more help? Yeah, like yeah, right? Like do they have uh others that they could recruit and send somebody back to Kazord with a message about sending troops to actually like fight the Underdark and then go to Zuak and just help whatever so not to fight the Underdark, but just to help get whatever survivors out sure kind of thing. Uh, so they respond they, they say that they both. they could divide up into two separate groups but that that weakens them if there is any sort of trouble on the way so mm. mechanically okay. i will be rolling dice to see whether they make it there safely or not if there's four of them there's a higher chance that they will so if you decide right. to divide them chances are less for both situations yeah i say oh. just go help just go help the main Let's go help the main survivors that are left. You guys tell me what you want to do. I want to send a message to Kazor. <laughs> you could, you could also fast. do that. So so as of yesterday, um, actually, I'd have to double check. I don't believe anybody has the message spell. Um, I was just about to look that up. I'm like, wait, yeah. isn't that a thing? There's there's one person, I, and let me just double check, because if she does, then that would be something that we could just pretend that you knew. Uh, that you knew. Serafina? She, she does, so Serafina does not have the message spell. Damn it. Which she probably should, and but she doesn't, so let's go could, play it that way. Yep. Can um can Neil Perch, Diamond, whatever his name is? <laughs> so Neil, Neil Perch could travel the distance, but would not be under control by Alessio because it's only like up to 120 mm, feet that Alessio has control over him. Okay. Okay. So he won't be able to deliver an actual message. Mm -hmm. uh, well, <laughs> I don't know. Should, should I we split the team? 
No, I think we just we let them know when we get there. Let them go help the survivors as much as they can. Okay. I don't want to split up the. I don't want yeah. to split them up because they're more powerful as a unit. Okay, brother and Rip here has spoken. Go, go, go! We'll do that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so uh, Griffin Rider, uh, Valor Thunderwing. He he says, "All right, we'll head back to Urngor Zuak. We'll try to land. We'll try to help the survivors any way we can." Um, as we're heading over there, we'll see if we can recruit anybody else who might just be happen to fly a patrol and see if we can, you know, uh, increase okay. our forces. Um, we'll do what we can. All right. And uh, the four of them, you know, take off and, and fly back towards Urngor Zuak. May, may the opposite of Halix be with you. Sorry, I know Novelis uh, stepped away for a minute. I don't know if he is there, yeah. but that's okay. I'll give him a minute. I oh, perfect. Yeah, here. I, I, right. I just so. wasn't there, so I was. Listening. No, that's perfect. Um, before I have you just appear at the top of the stairs, I figured it makes sense to ask you if you are <gasps> trying to find the rest of the group, oh, or if there's anything else that you're gonna do now that you've just witnessed what you witnessed. Um, what's up? Where's Where's his wife? Where did she go? So she, um, the wife, she walked back in, um, and she is he went, bacon. She actually went downstairs, um, down to the atrium. I'm just gonna go upstairs and pretend. You know what? I didn't see anything. Sure. Okay. All right. So uh, Novelist comes upstairs, and uh, you you have no idea what just happened with these Griffin Riders. So I asked Magnus, is there anything we can do to make this ship go faster to help us get the word to Kazord? Uh, he says the, uh, the only way that we could go faster is to cross through the diminished peaks. That'll, oh. cut, that'll easily cut a day off of our trip, possibly more if we get a favorable wind. Oh, well, how, like, yeah, you're the dwarf, dude, so like that's up to you. <laughs> That's your beeps. I want to fight a dragon. <laughs> I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight Fireclaw, the ancient red dragon. That sounds bad, bad, bad. Punch him like in the eye. Bad so, juju uh, for us level tens. He um. So Magnus says, I, I don't have much uh, much desire, but you know this this ship, the crew. I'm the captain, but we we make choices together. I could certainly consult the rest of the people if that's the way that you think we should go. You're the captain, dude. Like, lead your people. He certainly will. I don't know. Go he, gather he could, them up and ask. They're, apparently, he they're could, Democrats. He could yeah. be. I'm a wee halfling. So the captain could I'm be a... influenced by the adventurers if he thinks that you guys could protect him from Fireclaw. That's that's could the I choice. Ask? Oh. So, I don't know like, so hold on one that second. So, so basically what, what this becomes is if you guys want to try to shave a day off of your thing, you could try to convince him he does not need to worry about Fireclaw because you're such great adventurers. That's, yeah, we are. That's what he's trying. Like, you're completely right. He's the captain. He'll say, like, screw you. We're going around because I'm not risking my ship and my crew unless you guys convince right. him otherwise. So this is where it's your choice. Yeah. Unless he's feeling very. Um... Okay. Start with soldiers. Group up. Uh, Huddle. What do we think? Magnus, Should we try to Magnus shave off a day? walks like 10 feet away. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, is my own, this is my own ship, and they're just like, you know, fine. I guess they're I'm like, not welcome here. That's <laughs> <And> fine. <laughs> I was about his, like, his little star soldier that had the little drawings in my in my off, in my my off little bedroom. But um, I'll leave Roland? Yeah, Roland. 
Mm-hmm. Rolling down the yeah, river. Yeah, we could we could talk oh, about that. Rolling, we could talk about him in a minute. Rolling. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, is... <clears throat> we don't know how powerful you know this dragon is though, God. What if what if they're way beyond level ten? I know, like, I, like yeah, I want to help the dwarves the a lot. True, <laughs> mm. true, true. Uh, we do so, know a little bit about being lizards, but yeah. um, who um, let's see, what would who. Uh, how about this? Anomio, you ha- I believe you have the best arcana, and I- I'm going to just associate that with dragons. Go ahead and roll me an arcana check. Sure thing. New barrel. Uh, 21. 21. All right, so with a 21, an ancient red dragon, um, you know, just for, for you're, you're a good fighter, too, so you understand, you know, tactics and, and strength. If Vutha was, oh, let's just say, like, an 8, uh... Uh, an ancient red dragon would be like a 25. Hmm. <laughs> so we'll go the long way. Sorry, you know, dwarfs. Uh, <laughs> Wait, but I don't have terms to tell emails. them that, right? You don't. No, not at all. This is a thing that you know. Oh, we got it, guys. Oh, wow. <laughs> I also have a high arcana. <laughs> I feel like Talon would know. So I'm just saying. I, are you actually or saying that? Or an insight just, check on Anomi. I'm just making sure because yeah. something's going to happen if you, like, you you're, you were trying to convince them, right, Ed? Like yeah. you said, you said well, what you we said. Have, All right. so we, must at, rush, we must rush to save these people. So as you as you say this, the the sword at your hip, uh, Pyroxus, you, you feel the scabbard start to glow with warmth. And uh, you kind of look down and, and you hear a voice in your head. He's like, yes, yes, this is... This is what I crave. See, the sword agrees with me. Mm, no, I don't listen to swords. Todd's like, I do not listen to inanimate objects. Oh, <laughs> uh, you you don't hear any of this. You don't hear you don't hear. Every... Well, I tell them that the sword agrees with me. Oh, I was gonna say, he, is he just being like, see, the sword agrees, and we're all just like staring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're like. So that's a negative 10 to your persuasion. Listen, me, me and the sword are on the same page here. All right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me and the yeah. sword want to go stab a dragon. That's all I'm saying. Talon is very torn because Talon really, really wants to help the dwarves. She's really ups- worried about this whole Underdark thing. But also, logically, does it make sense to very likely risk our death by this dragon? which only reduces our chances of helping the dwarves like our odds are better like it delays us a day but our odds are better of getting to Kazord to let them guys i don't even see why this is a discussion you know that dragon is like a level it could kick our butts that has yeah that has 35 random attacks at once oh Oh, well, so first he's going to claw you. Then he's going to breathe oh, yeah. fire dragon on you. Then he's going to hit you. Then he's going to hit you. Now his, his other claw. Then he's going to hit now you his with, tongue. His wing, with, his, with his wing. Then he's going to slap you with his tail. And then he's going to eat you. <laughs> and that's and that's one turn. <gasps> Is the saying. bitch slap a move? Like, that should be. We are going to get <laughs> I hope that's a move. Will Smith by that dragon. I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> if he was going to bitch slap me, Booker. Hmm. We, I, I <laughs> Wait, reckon. you're gonna bitch slap Booker? No, no. <laughs> I was about to say. The only thing I worry about is that if we do go, if we don't go over the uh, the mountains, mm-hmm. will the will that dragon venture out towards us anyway, no matter what we do? 
See? No, now See? we're going the regular route. No, we're going the regular route. Like, if we're going the regular route, we should be pretty fine. But, but, on the other hand, if the dragon expects us to go the other route, it will come oh, and attack us. No, no, that's not how this so works. That's not how this works. Over the mountains where the dragon I know, is. Leo, you had too much bacon. <laughs> too much bacon. Too much bacon. The vote. Okay, vote. We uh, go the normal route. Agnomio's feeling good. What are you doing, Novelis? Novelis is out walking on top of the wing. I know. What was that called back in the 20s when they used to dance on the plane wings? Hey, Novelis. Barnstorming. Novelis, I'd like you to roll me a um, acrobatics check, please. Listen, oh, I didn't know it was do, it, walk do it, do it, do it. <laughs> roll me acrobatics, oh, please. And he's already whiskey whiskey tonight. I'm already whiskey. Oh, Bill just wants to freaking kill me. Let's just, I just we'll see what happens. Just trust me. What are you rolling? Oh no no no! Oh no! no. So Novelis, as you as you are wandering over to the wing and walking oh, out God. on it for whatever reason, you, you, you're. Bill, you didn't set the boundaries. You didn't limit that. I, could, I, I was like, oops, oops. Yes, I'm so and, here. And, and had you walked one square off, I wouldn't have said anything. You walked like seven. Don't try to give me boundaries here. He, he, he's right. still so, figuring so, out click on, and hold drag. On, hold on, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. So, Noblis, you walk several, several dozen feet out onto the wing. Um, everybody kind of watching you, and you feel your feet slip, and you start to fall, and suddenly you are plummeting off of the ship. Oh God! Holy shit! Thirty, fifty, a hundred feet. Balls. Oh geez. And what you feel is an Aarakocra diving down, catching you, screaming in your ear as he holds you, and then flying back up to the deck, telling you, "Hey, you better never do that again." <laughs> Sorry, I, I, this, I just uh, thought I. No, this Nobilis is hold, so turned on so, right now. So hold on, this this Aarakocra here, the uh, Talon Windrider, he is the first mate here. But being an Aarakocra, his other job is to try to catch people that he sees fall, just in case. So, you know, it just so happens that because you were on the top deck, you got caught. <laughs> Oh, I was gonna. I was gonna mention like, oh, sorry. I, I, I was looking over and I, I thought I saw something that looked like someone was falling, but I, I guess I leaned too far over and fell myself. <clears throat> Silly me. All right, I'm gonna give you a persuasion check with advantage because nobody would think that you'd be lying in this moment. Um, and I love where you're going with this. A sixteen. 16? I'll keep that in mind. Okay, so uh, you're, you know, you're out of breath. That was terrifying. And uh, Talon is is yelling, you know, he's like, you get one. <laughs> you only get one. All right. And he goes back up to the helm and he's, uh, he's just, you know, doing the skyship. Magnus at this point comes over. He says, all right, all right, all right. Enough of this, uh, whatever the hell that is. W what are we doing? Are we, can you guys handle Fireclaw? Like, should we go? Should no, we we're going the long, deck? we're going the long route. Wait, wait, did mm -hmm. we long actually route. vote? Did we actually vote? No, we're, we're going the long route, actually. Okay, who, but, 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 all right. I need time to read all the books speaks, in the library. Speaks, speaks, <laughs> though. Speaks, come on, speaks. Nobody? Oh, all right. Well, screw you. I'm going to go jump on some tables. <laughs> you jump on tables. Right. Anomio, you I heard you there's rushed... a box of books somewhere. There is. All right. Well, so let's do this. So you guys have decided that you will now take the long way around. You're going to go, we're going to head over to the map of Domidium here so we can trace our route and I'll show you where, where you're going. <laughs> All right. You started, you started there. 
Um, you are... Come on, this is free draw, right? Yeah, okay. Alright, you are going to be heading this direction and then coming around here. This is the, the best way to do it, just, you know, even if it doesn't look the straightest, this is, this is the most direct route as a skyship. Um, this trek will take you three and a half days. Do not write... Okay, good. No, that's an E. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> who's doing that? Can we do that? <laughs> who's do? Do you really have to ask who's doing that? The one that's quiet no, I'm and just smiling like, at himself. We can, <laughs> we can do that. Yes. All right. So <gasps> we'll, I'll show you guys that later. All right. So anyway, this will take you about three and a half days. During this three and a half days, when we return next week, we will be talking about some of the things you guys are doing in your downtime. Um, as well as whatever, somebody's going to notice that Ragnar's gone. And uh, we will resolve that situation next week. But uh, for the moment, as you guys are on the Jewel in the Mountain Crown, you are heading to the north and you are avoiding the diminished peaks. And we will see how this affects the outcome of the story. All right. Beans Thank smart. you, everybody, for joining us here on Dungeons and Drams. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. I like that better than... Uh, Hold on. We're, Whatever, we're not, there, we'll, we'll do that. There we go. Subscribe. <laughs> All right. Beautiful. That's perfect. Thank you for interrupting me. All right. Everybody, thank you very much for joining us here on Dungeons and Drams. Thank you all for playing tonight. Um, this was a fun one and no combat tonight. So it was it was good. Nobody had to die uh, except for Ragnar, apparently. <laughs> so, all right, everybody. Uh, have a great rest of your night and we'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for joining us here on Dungeons and Drams. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review on your podcast host of choice, and be sure to check the description for a link to our Discord server, YouTube channel, Patreon, and links to our individual places on the internet. Come back next week for more adventures in the lands of Domidium. Cheers.